Oh, God. We are geniuses. <laughs> oh, we're live. <laughs> that's, why I like do- that's why I like doing this organically. Uh, that's a good way to, to bring it in. Morning, fellas. Morning. Morning, morning. All good. Hope Everyone all good. good. Tuesday. Tumbleweed out there again, but not going to stop us from uh, getting through this thing. Uh, okay, prices and flows. So we have Bitcoin. Uh, it's up 0.6% in the last 24 hours to 26,265. That is down ever so slightly uh, from the last step on Thursday, which was around the 27K mark. Um, ETH is up 0.6% to uh, 1,567. Uh, again, I believe that's slightly down from last episode, but I foolishly deleted my note there. Um, and Binance inflows over the past week because I forgot to do the total market cap. So on the daily, we're down 155 million, and on the weekly, we're up 56 million. And we have the fear and greed is again still neutral, uh, down slightly 46, uh, but relatively similar to last Thursday. Uh, okay, so straight into the winners um who wants to start here do we want to kind of kick off with micro strategy there is no second best so so is that again <laughs> just buy in yeah. it's like it's it's not even as if like for someone who hasn't seen like if you haven't been online yesterday they've bought another 5445 bitcoin and it's taken their average up i don't know how he's managed <laughs> to bring the average <laughs> up but he's he's done it <laughs> yeah. he takes like dollar cost average to like the next level or he just doesn't look at price and just you know it's like Chris at least high. get someone in yeah yeah i think there was a i think there was someone bringing up that there was a coinbase t-wap happening the other day so he hasn't exactly mm. just like bought bought the top of everything so um there was a there was a bit of fudge going on in the in the order books so i think that's obviously what that was but the, yeah they've announced the 5445 additional bitcoin that takes them up to uh 158245 bitcoin which is over the course of its life cycle this whole portfolio is down 11.88% or 561 million and he's just sat there tweeting bitcoin train pictures that he's obviously figured out how to use mid-journey and created <laughs> ai bitcoin tra- trains and shit like that just sat in his room shouting there is no second best so like I, he's this is gonna go this is gonna be like the there'll be the big short then the sbf movie and then the, the third installment of of that series is gonna be michael sailor's like triumph yeah we are bringing oh, out uh, oh, bring out, demise. Uh, <laughs> a wall street's best movie and it's coming out too. It's really? the guy from Batman. Yeah, it's the guy, the guy from Batman. Do you know the uh, the Riddler? He's he's the main character. Uh, isn't he? Oh well, we ha- is that the? I thought that was the GameStop movie. The one yeah, that's coming. Really, with- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought it was just like honed in specifically on GameStop. To be fair, I didn't know. I didn't. I'm seeing that much of it. Uh, what's his name? Paul Dano. I do like him. Yeah, yeah. Paul Dano's class. Yeah. Who was it? There was telling me the other day. Tarantino hates him. Though was it you? Me. Man? Yeah, yeah, there there will be blood. Tarantino said it's the best movie ever made, apart from Paul Dano. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he's a dickhead. Tarantino is he? Imagine getting yeah, dug out that. like that. Tw- Tarantino is the kind of person who would invest in Bitcoin Satoshi's vision and tell everyone it was the real Bitcoin. 
like that's just the kind of person he is like invest in bsv and just like that's it and like chew your head off like coked out of his mind at a fucking dinner party telling you how like craig wright is the real satoshi and shit like that <laughs> craig wright again get boil back on oh dear um so last episode we covered post tech as well um which is only growing more traction i guess do you you know anything on this off not really that much to be honest there's not much going on we've we've been picking the barrel haven't we in terms Mm -hmm. of what we're going to discuss i think it's just more of a goes on off the back of what you were saying last week grant in terms of even though the primary like fintech in terms of everything like that always gets the mind share, it still doesn't mean that beta players don't mm. <laughs> don't perform to a certain extent or to a certain level uh, when they go on these um, other chains. And obviously, this post tech one's on Arbitrum, so they've seen fifty five k users and eight million volume in the first week. But they're introducing a token, which is <laughs> always a strange factor, yeah, because. Uh, why they're doing that what you <laughs> and what's the purpose <laughs> just blow your load too early but the thing is like the only time this has ever really worked and it's always been a flash in the pan is um who did really well with it so OpenSea, obviously i don't think they'll ever have a token if they were going to launch mm-hmm. one they probably should have launched it by now uh definitely after the like blur of completely went toe-to-toe with them but LuxRare effectively did OpenSea. And then slap the token on where you stick the token and you get protocol revenue. And then X, X2, Y2 did the same thing. So that's all that's going to happen. You're going to see iterations with increased Ponzinomics and mm. blowing the token and going to market with the token prior to Frentech because they've kind of telegraphed how and when the token will effectively come onto the market, which will probably be around five, mo- five months from now. So. Mm. You know, if they were if they were savvy about it, they'd slowly allude to the token and then probably front run it by a month or so. But who knows if anyone's going to be paying attention at that point in time? Yeah, it's also like gamifying, isn't it, to a certain extent, where you just like when you're just dropping a token and there's no incentive to hold it, then it's a one-way convergence to zero. Because <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, anyways. I don't get what, like, it's just a complete waste of time, though, because whoever's creating it, if any, if they've raised any capital whatsoever, which I'm assuming they probably will have, the maximum they're going to get out of that is probably 10% at, at TGE, which is kind of standard, of, particularly for seed investors, what you'll see. And depending if that's completely inflated against what the seed price was, then, all right, they might make a little bit of money, but as, as you say, Mike, like that initial airdrop sell off is going to be ridiculous. There's going to be absolutely zero incentive mm. to hold that token. And then it just becomes a game of Ponzinomics of how, how high can we prop the token price up until we're all fully, fully vested and fully sold on the market. It just makes absolutely no sense. For some, they might be doing it for the, for the right reasons. I don't know. I haven't, spe- I haven't spoke to them or anything. <clears throat> but yeah. it feels like just kind of mm. narrative hacking and jumping on the next like bandwagon and, you know. I don't know. This seems like a fucking waste of time to me. Well, yeah, again, it, it, it depends how they do it, isn't it? Like, we've seen it with, like, Banana Bot and stuff, like, the releases all come to the market in in a one Um And it is hard to just prop up that token, whether it has, not, it has some sort of inherent value tied to it. Mm-hmm. But whatever. 
whatever. Strange, uh, things, strange things have happened as well when we're in this market at that dead that someone has there's always some DJ and they want to bet on something. So Yeah, I mean well we're we're talking about it as well, aren't we? So <laughs> doing something. Yeah. Uh Mike, do you want to talk about Arbitrum Odyssey? Yeah, I just think it's it's funny how like obviously the start of the year there was the whole there was the whole um uptick in terms of speculating on the airdrop for Arbitrum and that came uh, and then there was some speculation at the time that, uh, with the the uh, incentives that were dropped to certain protocols and what the ratio was for certain protocols versus uh, their own market cap and, and what that looked like and you saw I think there was a couple of protocols that, that got considerable value dropped to them versus the market cap. I think one of them was Vesta which we'll probably go on to but um it looks like they're starting this arbitrage Odyssey again. So it's a case of like even in this market and where we're at now, with uh, they've got fifty million of uh, dollars worth of incentives. Uh, and I know there's been quite a few protocols that have been built since that first initial, I guess, speculation earlier in this year. So will we see an uptick and will people uh, bridge back over? So it may be something we keep an eye on in terms of volumes and. Yeah, and just even talking price in terms of what 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 Arbitrum looks like because it's been pretty dead over there, hasn't it? For well, for months, there's yeah. not much volume. Most tokens are depreciating in price along with the rest of the market, really. Um, so it was a bit short lived. So it, it's whether this will will change that outlook, really. Hmm. Yeah, I just think incentive programs in it's it's difficult because you can always run an incentive program but all the mission is there is if it was in a bull market you'd probably look for it to be a way of accumulating the arb token but at this point in the market it's just going to get immediately sold and you know the the arbitrum dow or if you even want to call it that obviously they're trying to mobilize now but the initial aip was a fucking shit show Mm. Um, and then they completely knee-jerked and went the other way where there was so much back and forth and bureaucracy and people just wanting to like dick measure and get their point across as opposed to just getting shit done. So there have been two ends of the spectrum. One, disregard governance completely. Two, mm. get completely stagnated because no one can come to a decision because everyone just wants to be heard and everyone wants to look like the smart one in the room. And now they look like they're coming to a decision which is, Let's just go and release 50 million tokens in the ecosystem and try and get some traction back. Yeah, it's good to get eyes on, but if we've learned anything, it's just vulture, cap- vulture yeah. capital that comes in and then rinses and repeats and moves on to the next. I've said this mm-hmm. a million times, like the, the L1 rotation is, is is effectively gone, I think. The L2 rotation is, is going to just replace that and it's all to do with who can prop the token price up for the longest duration of time whilst giving out the most meaningful incentives to try and act as a customer acquisition cost. But it's, I just don't think it's the right market to be doing it in at all. Mm. Well, better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. We need something. Uh, well, uh, that sort of leads us right into Vesta, really, doesn't it? Which, again, um, I okay. feel like you should start this one. <clears throat> again, we don't have to. We can move on from that. Like Again, I just thought it was interesting in terms of I was talking about to you guys in terms of what was the appreciating appreciation of price investor all of a sudden because it jumped from like 0.11 dollars to to about 0.44 uh, 
um, in in the space of a week or so, um, and it looks like their their VSP six has been passed, and they're looking at well, essentially, um, all token holders are going to get a pro rata share of the total vested treasury, uh, and the total treasury is currently valued at when you when you uh, break it down per token is not point five two six per token so you're getting a premium if it's trading it now at 0.44 you you get a premium on that uh we were just discussing there when we're going like why it's not actually at 0.526 but it may be just because of the risk of it like that's just a speculative value at 0.526 so whether that's like the true value and and whether you're going to actually get that is i think we've got quite a few things to resolve in terms of what we're going to agree upon moving forward before this even gets distributed um, so I think anyone who got in early who was trading it was trading it significantly less than that would would be making a, a decent premium on it. But now it may be not be the case anymore. That hasn't been resolved up until now around following the announcement. And it looks like the governance proposal will close. It's There's a lot smarter people than me who've baked that into the price. So mm-hmm. as I say, it might just be that 0.526 might be a speculative value and people could be pricing in at the time duration risk. It could actually come down a little bit further. So there's there's like a whole cohort of people in this space that like they're pure, their ideology and their way they attempt to go to market with capital is based around these these kind of arbitrage players of RFV and risk revalue and protocols closing down and capturing kind of token holder value and trying to get that back up to market cap parity and things like that. So like... If these guys, these guys do this all day, every day, mm. we just create content and release it <laughs> around what these guys are doing. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to go and rush in and buy a 0.44 anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, Unless we're just super early and super on it, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like Coinbase are at it again with the SEC, uh, which saw saw pop up yesterday. Um, which is no surprise, really, is it? Nor is it anything new. Yeah, the it's it's around Celsius, like the assets and the claims. So Coinbase have effectively said, look, we'll we'll act as a as a platform where people can come onto Coinbase and then effectively get their claims and go and do whatever they want. Um, so yeah, obviously the Coinbase benefits from user acquisition. Because you have, you'd obviously have to sign up, um, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like providing a service to actually get your claims back, just for the benefit benefit of just signing up. Like it's, mm. you'll need something. The SEC aren't going to distribute them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then because they've they've been butting heads and it's just turning into like playground arguments upon every every aspect of every which case that the SEC and Coinbase are involved in at the minute. It's They've SEC has basically said, well, no, we don't. We don't think this is this is the right platform to actually distribute them, even mm. though the most probably the most legit crypto company on the planet. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. They're just it's yeah. it's you know it is what it is. It's they're just going to bang heads at, at any mm-hmm. any given point they can really. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's about it. And in the essence of time, uh, one last thing: uh, biggest losers. Can't think of any. Nah, I can't either. <laughs> no, none at all. <laughs> Nothing, no one coming to mind. 
No, no. No. Just normal day at the office. Yeah, normal day. Yeah, nothing coming to mind, really. No. Nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, Sign up to the newsletter. Have a good Tuesday. Cheers now. See ya. Bye. Bye.